Hello and welcome to Frank Fire Fridays. This is Father Patrick Bykowskis broadcasting from St. Dominic Priory in St. Louis, Missouri. And I have just gotten back from a wonderful trip to Sicily. And I'm going to tell you about that on my broadcast for today. I'm a little bit late because I actually just got back on Friday. So let's start with a prayer. This is an important week for our church and for the whole Christian church. It is the week of prayer for Christian unity, which will begin on the 21st. And the theme that the Holy Father has suggested comes from 10th chapter of Luke, verse 27. You shall love the Lord your God with all your mind and all your heart all your soul and you and your neighbor as yourself and this is not the prayer for christian unity but it is one of the prayers that we're asked to pray if you go to the website for the united states conference of catholic bishops you'll see prayers for each of the days this actually comes from day two which i wanted to share with you today lord give us the grace to know you more deeply in order to love you with all of our being, grant us a pure heart to love our neighbors as ourselves. May the gift of your Holy Spirit enable us to see your presence in our neighbors, in our sisters and our brothers, that we may love each other with the same unconditional love with which you love us, through Christ our Lord. Amen. So uh, let us really be intentional about how we might be able to live that commandment out, to love God with everything we've got and to love our neighbor, all of our neighbors. And that's pretty challenging. I was torn between uh, reflecting on the readings for this Sunday. This Sunday is the second Sunday in Ordinary Time. And I don't have all my thoughts together. And actually, I don't have all my thoughts together about what I'm going to say about my trip. So uh, I hope I hope you'll bear with me. Let me start out by saying, uh, Marilee Williams and I went, uh, it was really through her kindness that I was able to do this trip. The um, expectations I had were pretty low, actually. I am not a Sicilian. I'm my family is from northern, the central Italy, from the province of La Marche. Uh, it's directly across from Rome on the Adriatic Sea. Some of you who are listening, if you went with me on my third pilgrimage to Italy with a lot of people from St. Tom's, we actually went to San Benedetto de Tronto, where my uh, grandma and grandpa are from. And I have never gone, I've been to I've been to Italy about, I think around 30, 35 times, something like that. So a lot of times I love Italy and I, I expect to go back a lot more in my lifetime. I hope that God gives me that time, but we'll see. And honestly, I've never, I've always been kind of ambivalent about going to Sicily. And so, uh, Marilee and I was talking about this a year ago, and she had never been to Sicily. So we were deciding to go someplace this January, January 2024, and we decided we'd go someplace neither of us had been. So it, Sicily came to the top of the, of the list. 
And so I contacted Alex Lavagnini, who some of you know because he led a couple pilgrimages for us at uh, St. Tom's going to Italy. And he now does, does uh, excursions and private tours. So he put together this trip for us. He made some suggestions about where we would go to make sense. So we went to Palermo in this order, Palermo, Agrigento, Siracusa, and Taormina. Now we made day trips to some places like Ragusa, uh, Modica, but those were the places where we stayed the night. And I'll tell you something, I was blown away. <laughs> Maybe it's good to have low expectations when you're going someplace because it really um, was an enlightening trip for me everything about the trip and i'm not being hyperbolic everything about the trip was outstanding the places that we stayed the places that we visited the food that we ate the people that we met the places where we prayed it was it was really an incredible trip and i owe it a lot a lot of it certainly to Marilee, but you know alex lavanini was just superb he's a fantastic guide and then of course he makes all of these arrangements and arranges in italy they're very strict about if you're visiting a city you have to hire a local tour guide so he he did that so let me tell you just a little bit about where we went so we were we our first stop we landed in palermo and we on our first day went up to see the um, um, uh, the, the shrine of Rosalia, who is one of the, the patronesses of, of uh, Sicily. It's above Palermo. Lovely, lovely little shrine. But then we went to Monreale. Now, I have been to Ravenna. And I actually have only been to Ravenna once, and it was on my last pilgrimage trip. And when I went there, I thought, what have I, what have I been missing? Oh my gosh, all these times I've been to Italy and I've never been to Ravenna because the mosaics are absolutely mind-boggling. Well, and they, and they are, I don't want to take anything away from Ravenna, but go to Monreale, which is a, means a, a mountain worthy of a king, and see the church there and the amazing mosaics from the 11th century that look like they could have been installed last year and the whole place glows with this rich gold tile that is that is is everywhere and it i i i don't I, well, if you followed me on facebook i i posted some pictures of monreale so then you can get a better idea cuz I, I was just flabbergasted by the whole the whole thing, you know. And of course, the richness of Sicily came through in our visit as well, because there's ancient Greek ruins there, and I'll tell you a little bit about them that we saw in Agrigento. But then we had um, the the Byzantines and the Normans and the the Bourbons and the Spaniards and the uh of the arabs i mean and and there's some of the per churches and holy places that we visited combined all of those cultures into one place and the the result is just is is just mind-blowing uh, so we were in palermo we were in every city for two nights except for the last termina where we stayed three so i, I like doing that 
uh, because then, you know, otherwise, if you only say one night, it feels like you're always on the move. So we also, uh, as, and in Palermo, went to the Palatina Chapel. Both of these, the Monreale and the Palatina Chapel, are from the 12th century, so the 1100s. The, the ceiling in the Palatina Chapel is one of the most extraordinary things I've ever seen. It's a, this multi-dimensional, very, very Arab uh, in design, uh, which, which, which means there's a lot of, 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 uh, of, uh, of geometric designs as opposed to images of people because the, the Muslim people don't believe in creating images of, of, of living things. And it's self-supporting. I, I really can't explain it other than please go to my Facebook page and, and look at the ceiling at the, at the Capella Palatina in, in Palermo. And again, the richness of the mosaics there. I, you know, the 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 two places are are. I thought were going to be, um, well, they were. I mean, they were a highlight of the trip. But it it the extraordinary thing is, it just kept getting better when we walked through the the parks of of um, Palermo and saw the cathedral and the other minor churches, minor in a certain extent. You know, they would be mind-boggling to, uh, you know, they would probably get tens of thousands of visitors a, a, a year if they were in the, in the United States, or tens of thousands a month. So we, um, of course, had, had great food everywhere. Uh, on the way to our next stop, we, we uh, were driving down the coast, and there's this, there's this place called the, the, the Steps of the Turks. Now, they were not Turks when they were, when this was named, but that's the name it was given. And it's, it, it sort of reminds me of the White Cliffs of Dover. It's a natural, um, but it's steps, white steps going up to the, these cliffs overlooking the, overlooking the sea, which are really quite beautiful. Uh, and then we went to uh, Agrigento. Now, Agrigento has a lot of Greek antiquities. Uh, so going back 2,300, 2,400 years. And the extraordinary thing is that they are so well preserved. And the reason is the main temple, which is called the temple, now all of these are in the, it's called the Valley of the Temples, the very, very sacred place in the world. And the Temple of Concordia is the best preserved. And when you're there, you find out why. Because when it was um, not discovered, I mean, it was there, but you know, it, it, there was very little time between when it was a Greek temple and then when it became a Christian place of worship. So for nearly 23, 2,400 years, it has been a place of worship. And so whether it was um, the, the Greeks or the Christians, uh, or then there was a spell when the Muslims were there and it was converted then back to Christian, um, it was, it's, been, it's been preserved as a result. And it's... Um, um, uh, 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 oh, I've not been to Greece. In fact, I'm going to Greece next year. <laughs> this year, actually, in, in the fall. If you want to go with me, um, uh, and you've, 
not gone before because I think everybody that has gone on pilgrimages with me has is gotten notice from from uh, Tecton that I'm going again. But the 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 Greek so this is my first real example of Greek temples, and they are uh, preserved in a way in this fantastic valley that is really exceptional. When we were in, uh, when we were staying in Agrochento, I just want to shout out to the Mythos Trattoria and Rito there, Rita there, because we ate there all the time. <laughs> it's something that's very Italian um, to, you know, when they go on, they, when Italians go on vacation, they don't bounce around to restaurants like we do. They find a good restaurant and then they don't take their chances on other places. They just keep going to the same one, and that's what we did. And I think it was a, I think it was a great, a great choice because we had, we did, we didn't have a, a bad meal, in, um, in, Ragusagento, um, thanks to Rita. Uh, we we made a stop in Ragusa, which has really beautiful. Now I'm not a big fan of Baroque, and because of an earthquake that occurred in in 1639. A lot of the churches were redone in the Baroque, which was popular in the, the 17th century. Uh, but they are they're 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 beautiful. I mean, I think it's a little just too much sometimes for me. But we went to uh, the Church of San Giuseppe in Ragusa. Ragusa is a charming town on the way between Agrigento and and, uh, uh, and our next stop, which was Syracuse. Uh, all of these are sort of hill towns like you see in the rest of Italy as well. Of course, what what is dominating in this part of uh, Sicily is that you have the um, volcano Etna looming over you. And this, this, this is where we would begin to come into uh, close proximity to Edmund and be able to see it. In, in Syracuse, there, are the, there is a, uh, a theater, uh, a Greek theater, and I don't remember how many it, it sat, but there's also these, uh, these rock quarries, which were mined for centuries by slaves and used to build many, many things around there, including these, this theater. Um, and I was told that there's a difference between the teatro and the anti-teatro. The Colosseum would be an anti-teatro because it's a full circle. Teatros are just half circles. But again, we saw two theaters, uh, teatros in Sicily, and both of them are, are still being used. Um, and again the 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 fact that these things have existed for hundreds of years in and to remain in such incredible condition and to see as i said in some of these churches the combination of so many different cultures uh, all blended in in ways that uh, are are really inspiring um so we, of course, as I said, we had a lot. We didn't have a bad meal. Uh, we the, the the specialty one of the specialties of of Sicily is is um, 
uh, cannoli. So I there's um, I think I had a cannolo. So one con, one cannoli a cannoli is cannoli is a bird a, 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 a plural. You have a cannolo. I had many cannoli, <laughs> um, and the um, and a lot of a lot of seafood and a lot of pasta, um, and when I think the first time we saw Etna on our way to Termina, it was uh, um, covered with with snow. Uh, it really dominates the, um, the 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 landscape. And is important, of course, um, to the agriculture and uh, the the um, water uh, that comes from the, the mountain there. So we went that we went to Teramina, which is our which was our last uh, stop, and we were there for three nights. Teramina is a beautiful small town along the ocean along the Mediterranean, Mediterranean Sea, I should say. And uh, again, a charming town. I'll tell you, I think January is a perfect time to go to Sicily because it's, it's it, they keep telling you how unbearably hot it is in the summer, and I believe them. But the weather was, we had a little bit of rain at the beginning, but it, it was nothing that stopped us. It didn't rain that much. But the temperatures were very, very comfortable. And we... Marilyn and both and I both got scars because that was something that you really kind of needed, uh, and the um, there's I, I would say that there is you know I asked when I got back somebody asked me well how much is there really a lot to see in Terramina well you know it is a place it is a place to relax and there is a lot to see there's beautiful churches um, there's great places to eat and uh, one day we spent uh, going up to see the places where a lot of the uh, uh, Godfathers, all three parts, were filmed. Uh, one is a town called Savoca. And the thing is, is if there was nothing there, I mean, if they had never filmed a, a, a movie there or several movies there, it would still be worth going to see these towns, Savoca and Forza d'Argo. But again, if you look at my my pictures on Facebook, you'll see these charming villages where somehow Francis Ford Coppola found uh, this, uh, these villages to film parts of all three of Godfathers were there. Maybe most importantly, or the, there's a Cafe Vitali um, in uh, Savoca where uh, Michael Corleone is with his two bodyguards and he first meets Apollonia's father. And I sat in this very same place where um, uh, Al Pacino does that. Um, and some beautiful, beautiful churches in these two towns, Savoca and uh, uh, Forza Dalgo. Uh, and um, then we, on our last full day, went to a cooking class in uh, Taormina. Now, some of you probably know about Taormina because of uh, the White Lotus. I'm not going to recommend you to, to that, that you watch season two of, uh, of. It's not like it's horrible, but you know, 
it's there's it's features uh, this hotel which happened to be a Dominican priory one time uh, in the in this the limited series of White Lotus, but they said that tourism jumped twenty five percent in within like weeks of of White Lotus the people coming to Taormina and wanting to see the sites. So the thing is, it's always been crowded during season. We were there at a beautiful time. There was no crowds, and there was not you know there's a lot of restaurants that were closed, but there were certainly very very good ones that were open. But we had the best time. We had this uh, cooking class arranged by Alex with Massimo, who's a local chef who does only this does does cooking lessons, and so he took us shopping and at the local market for the things that we would prepare. And then we went back to his his kitchens to prepare, let's see, it, it was caponata and a stuffed artichoke. And we made homemade pasta with a pesto made from dried tomatoes and uh, basil and almonds. Oh my gosh. And tomato, a little tomato. Oh my gosh, it was, it was incredible. Well, everything was incredible. The caponata, the stuffed artichokes, the pasta. And then we made uh, veal meatballs grilled with lemon leaves. Uh, that was the, so that was the secondo. And uh, I, I mean, it was just, I couldn't believe that we had made all these things. He's going to send me the recipes and I'm going to recreate them for uh, some people. Um, I've got a couple dinners coming out, so I'll try to do them again. And that was our last full day, and it was, it was a long trip back, uh, and but we made it without without much event. And so I'll just say this: uh, it's it's a it's a spectacular place to visit. As I said at the beginning, the 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 people, the things to see, the things to do, the places to visit, the food to eat. It, 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 it was it was it was um, it was well worth the price of admission. Let's say that I would recommend it to anyone. I, I I certainly when I when I think about Italy, I'm always thinking I'm going to go back again as many times as I've been. Alex said the same thing. Why would you go any other place? Because there's so many different things to see, cultures to experience. Food to sample. The food there is you know, is very different than than uh, than other places that I've been to in Italy. So I certainly will hope to go back again. So thank you and have a wonderful week. God bless you all and please pray for Christian unity this week and always. <laughs>